a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources on a Monday. Great to be with you as always. I am Boyd Matheson, and the fall is clearly in the air. Debate season is clearly in the air. And I want to go back, uh, just do a, a quick recap from Friday evening. Of course, there was the second congressional debate down at Southern Utah University, and uh, it was great fun to be down there on campus. Uh, we were there at the Michael O. Levitt uh, Center for Politics and Public Service, uh, and that's just a great group. It's completely student-led uh, down there at SUU, and uh, they're doing some really cool things in terms of elevating the conversation uh, in a very diverse campus uh, with all kinds of uh, political ideas and thoughts. And, uh, of course, as you can on all college campuses, uh, doing pizza and politics is always a winning combination. Uh, draws everybody in, and uh, everyone tends to hang around at least until all the pizza is gone. Uh, but I love some of the conversations that were taking place down there. It's a good model, and it's a good thing for all of us uh, to remember. Uh, was really grateful to uh, SUU President uh, Mindy Benson, uh, who was just inaugurated uh, there as a 17th president of Southern Utah University, and they're celebrating their 125th anniversary down there and doing some uh, amazing things, a great Utah institution, uh, and we're great hosts uh, of the debate. And, and we had, of course, three candidates on the stage, uh, which always creates a little different dynamic uh, with three versus two, kind of that head-to-head match. And we had uh, Cassie Easley from the Constitution Party. Nick Mitchell, of course, is the uh, Democratic challenger and incumbent Republican Chris Stewart uh, all on the stage. And, and we had a great conversation and, and covered a lot of the things that you would expect in a debate. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to go back to was part of the conversation uh, that was actually driven by one of the students there on campus and their question, which was we were talking about climate. Uh, we were talking about the environment. We were talking about clean energy, and all of those things are are so important to where we go moving forward. They're important, obviously, in terms of our own stewardship of the uh, of the planet and what we give on and pass on to our children and grandchildren. Uh, it also impacts us economically, especially our rural communities. And uh, as we look at all of those dynamics, we are often presented with this either or choice. And I love that the the student asked the question in a way that actually forced a real conversation. Uh, and the way he framed the question was, yes, if we if we want, for example, electric cars, that's a good thing. And I think everyone can say, yeah, that's great. And we also need to figure out as we look at that wonderful thing of an electric car, uh, how was it made? How is that battery created? Uh, he referenced the, I think there's 34 minerals 
that are required to create the battery that drives those electric cars. And I think 32 of them are found in the United States of America, and two of them are outside. One in particular, cobalt, of course, is uh, the real tough one uh, out of Africa, and many of those cobalt mines are are driven uh, by the Chinese. Uh, So they're not being run with a great deal of environmental care. Uh, So that's an interesting combination of what is that doing to the environment. Uh, But then when we look here in the United States and what we do have, and the question was, what does this mean for mining in the state of Utah? And I thought all the candidates went at it in a pretty interesting way in terms of, yeah, if we're going to have electric car and electric batteries, that's going to require minerals. And how do we get those? It's mining. And how do you get mining? There, there are some fossil fuels that are required to make that all happen and make that all go. Uh, and so it just caused this very real conversation of what is the cost of going green uh, and what's the total impact of going green because sometimes it's a net negative. In many instances, it's a net positive. And of course, that's what we want to be driving toward. Uh, but the important thing is that we have an honest conversation about what it takes. We have seen in other places of the world, including Europe right now, uh, Germany took a, a big swing at green and suddenly find themselves more dependent on fossil fuel and more dependent on oil and gas coming out of Russia. Uh, Surely the United States does not want to be in that trap of suddenly being more dependent and being more dependent on foreign sources of energy. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. And so, to me, it was just one of those moments where it wasn't this either-or, fake fight, false choice kind of stuff, but a, a real conversation. We had a good conversation about federal lands and how mining should take place on federal lands, where it should, where it shouldn't. There was interesting contrast between the candidates about what that should be and how it should be done. Uh, we did a, a lot of discussion last week talking about permitting and that the permitting process is so slow. Uh, to actually get some of these green energy uh, projects going. So now suddenly we have this wraparound effect uh, where often in the past you've heard Republicans talking about we've got to streamline things, cut out red tape and and these decisions that are slowing down production, ending up in courts for a decade. Uh, and now suddenly we have those on the left who are pushing uh, an agenda around green that are suddenly experiencing – that red tape and that regulatory burden and how much it costs and the years that it takes to get it done. And suddenly there's some on the left saying, maybe we need to look at some regulatory reform. Uh, And personally, I love the wraparound conversations because it does force a real conversation uh, in terms of how we govern, how we get things done, and the results that we actually produce. Uh, so, again, a lot of great things coming out of the uh, the conversation down there at Southern Utah University from the second congressional debate. And, of course, all eyes tonight are at Utah Valley University where the Senate debate will take place between Senior Senator Mike Lee and challenger Evan McMullen. 
And you can hear that, of course, live here on KSL News Radio. Uh, I hope that the the a question gets asked that I think is the ultimate question for politicians, uh, and that is, what is the one piece of legislation? What's the one program, the the one bill that if you could pass that in the next term, even if it cost you running for a second term or another term, would be worth it? In other words, where is the priority? Because whether it's in the House or whether it's in the Senate, it's always about competing priorities and competing focus. Focus always precedes success. And if someone running for office can't tell you what the highest priority is, what they're willing to do, even if it means losing their job, you might want to look somewhere else. We got to ask better questions. We got to get to deeper dialogue. We got to get to the elevated conversation. And we'll do that again tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.